Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Saying him, I think they're just a mediocre team. So, and so you just you, you, you have them at home. That's a team you need to handle. So just for reference, Ken Palm's got that as a seven-point Memphis win, and he's got Alabama as a seven-point Memphis lost, so yeah. that's how far exactly Texas A&M at least is is beneath. Yeah, I mean, you thought it, you, you thought slash hoped A&M would be better than they are this season when you scheduled that game because you know it is here in Memphis and and uh, you know and it's Buzz Williams, it's man. Buzz I mean, Williams, and you're trying to build up that resume, but unfortunately they are not holding up their end of the bargain this season. They do have a whole week to prepare for you. That's you're their next game. So I mean, I they will clearly be ready. But, but if you just look at the amount of points that they give up on a day on a, on a game to game day, uh, basis, you will have plenty of opportunities to win this game. But uh, Ole Miss yeah. had a week to prepare, and Auburn had a week. They're ahead of Seton so Hall and St. Anybody. Louis on Kempom. Oh yeah, but the but the difference is is this game is at home. I mean, this right. is a this is a home game in college basketball against a mediocre team. You're supposed to win the game. That doesn't guarantee that they will. I will not predict a loss for Memphis though. Do you have the AP poll still in front of you? Uh, I can get it. I know Alabama is number four. That you know yeah. where I was going. Yeah, and then and then Mississippi State. Purdue is number one. Okay. Purdue well, is, they should be. Yeah. Their 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 resume is the best. Uh, Purdue is number one. So, uh, Virginia number two. UConn three. Bama four. Houston five. You about asked about spot. Mississippi State. They crack. Uh, they enter at seventeen. That, I, th- I think they were at twenty three. So I think it's like a six point a six you know spot sixth jump. Defensive adjusted efficiency for Mississippi State is sixth in the country. Nine and zero now. I mean, I, I, I've always been saying, I mean, Penny should have never run off DJ Jeffries. I mean, that there's just no reason for him not to be here right now. Well, you've never said that. Okay. <laughs> and Chris Jan's getting a lot out of DJ. Yeah, That's he, where I had like 10, 9, where, and 7 where, yesterday. Where did Jan's come from? New Mexico State. Gotcha. Interesting. He was damaged goods, though, because he had an incident at a bar um, in his oh, career. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, and so it was an opportunity, and this is what Cohen is really good at, as we see at Auburn. He's really good at these resurrection dudes, mm. and so they had a window here. Well, hey, if Chris Jans don't work out, just hire Chris Beard. I mean, he's out here <laughs> strangling people. Hey, don't you think he won't get a job if he gets fired by Texas? Oh, it's not even a question. It's not even close. Yeah. This is how sports work, Well, boys. Texas ain't going to fire him. That's the first thing. Texas is, is going to be looking for reasons not to fire him. That's the, the Don't truth. you have to if he gets popped on this? If it's if it's like a— Depends uh, on the details. Yeah. If, if he gets popped the, the way it looks. Yeah, if it's like a four-year-old, then yes. Other than that, even if it's his grandma, I think he's going to have a chance to keep the job. So you think if it's a woman, he gets a chance. If no. it, if Grandma it, on down to whatever age you want. It doesn't sound like it's a woman, though. It right, the way they yeah. say family member. If it's a teen, said, is it a teenager? Where are you at on that? Well, then isn't it child abuse? Well, I don't, if, I mean, if it's a teenager, a then charge, the Texas then? administration will be that little well, bastard deserved it. What is his family situation for him? I didn't even look this up. I, I, I think he recently. I, I do think he. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't want family. I don't even know. Did he get divorced? I don't know. Of course he did. He's got that new high paid job. I'm just kidding. I mean, he just lost Illinois. Well, that's a that's a that's okay. You're allowed to lose a game every now and then. I'm just saying he's. I don't mean you got to go strangle nobody. Beard has three I was a daughters. Very angry person. Yeah, he has three daughters, and maybe, I don't know. Uh, if they're they're, uh, surely he would not. No, put maybe it's arms, their boyfriends around a. Maybe it's their. <laughs> maybe it was the you know, boyfriend. But then, but that would have to. That wouldn't be necessarily a family member. No. Not uh, yet. Yeah, I don't know. Look, their attorney, the attorney said that the complainant wants Chris Beard out of jail immediately. Wants all this dismissed. Wow. Or, uh, we don't know that the complainant is a male, but I assume it is a male because if it was not a male, I think we would have heard by now that it is not a male. It's funny. This is exactly what he did to UNLV. He strangled them when he left that program. You guys are you guys are doing fine, man. UNLV is undefeated. Life is good in Vegas for the running Rebs. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 Memphis is probably. I mean, could you, could I make a case for them to be in the top twenty-five? Yes, but with the Seton Hall loss, that's that's what's keeping them. How, how far did Auburn fall? Auburn is down to nineteenth, so they're still in. By a thread. Lost eight spots, losing to a neutral on Memphis. Yeah. And losing is in, in such a convincing fashion. No other um, <clears throat> no other really interesting things to speak of. Only one non-Power 5 team. 
I mean, cause I, I mean, don't you have to count the Big East as a Power Five in in, uh, in college basketball? Greatly. I mean, there's only one, and that's Houston. You know, it's kind of interesting. The rest is just totally Power Five. And you said they fell four spots to five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm surprised they didn't drop them further. There's a home loss. I mean, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones. But again, everything it was who it was to. That's yeah, why, why everything that we thought about Houston is still true. By the way, agreed. Like, yeah, I would not. Yeah, I would not get carried away here. They're not great. For, uh, they were awful from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Maybe had a couple more holes than we thought. I mean, look, maybe it's one of those they things where Memphis just well. does match up pretty well against them. You know, maybe it's just they'll they'll have a chance every year to win one. The way Memphis out-rebounded Auburn makes me think, okay, if you're going to offensive rebound like that, if you're going to battle like that on the boards, yep. you got a chance against these Alabama. Houston's just a different animal than, than Auburn on the on the glass, though. I mean, that's Houston's thing. That's their style. You know, Auburn is – I don't know what Auburn's style is. That jack a lot of threes. Hope they go in. Well, Alabama does it, too, so let's see what it looks like tomorrow. Yeah. Um, anyway, top 25 is out, and uh, and Memphis is not quite in, but they're close. Again, be competitive Tuesday, beat Texas A&M, win your next two or three, which should be against, you know, rubbish opponents. You'll have a chance, I think, come New Year to, to be in that thing. Maybe that's your that's your Christmas gift. Yeah, Jason. you got an Alabama State Tony before yeah. you start conference. Did play you ask South did you ask Santa for a top twenty five or anything? I didn't ask for anything. Well, I, I mean you do get I hadn't seen him yet. You do get one wish like Ray J. <laughs> One wish like Ray J. Yeah, mm-hmm. if I had one wish, yeah. we would be best friends. <laughs> That's a Ray J song? I'd never listen to anything that fool put out. You listen to Ray J music and know his titles. Bro, my my musical You are super Rolodex. lame. You listen it, to Ray J. No, dude, it's not. It has nothing to do with being lame. It's very lame. It has everything to do with being a person who can appreciate different styles of music. Ray J was not music, fool. He wasn't. Does well, he have a music career right now? Well, no, he's focused on his sunglasses where you can, uh, you can, uh, you know, to put the Dude, shade up. Dude, he's doing Crystals commercials. The music was I so mean, bad. What are we talking about here? Don't you wish you were doing Crystals Ray commercials? Ray J is most popular for what? Ray the video. J, his putting sister. Putting on Kim. Ob- obviously putting Kim on. Obviously. Yes. That, that's, that's his claim to fame. What, what, it was not his musical can't, career. Well, Kim Brand, put him his on, His sister, Brandy, she <laughs> had a music career and still does. Ray J never had one. I can't believe this man held up Ray J and sang a Ray J song. That scares me. On a this bit. air. Yeah. I, I, What's the name of the song again, John? Well, it, well, look one, it up. One wish. one wish. One wish. One wish yeah. by Ray J. Yeah, dude. Yeah. One wish is is. Uh, Did you and you knew the lyrics? Yeah, I know the lyrics. <laughs> Two thousand five single. I mean, yeah, yeah, y- y- don't know what I was like back in the day. Y'all. Oh my well, God. it was trouble. Apparently, is yeah. what you were yeah. on these honeys. Well, again, like when <laughs> that's part that's part of the Riz. That's uh, they call me the Wizard of Oz. Cause I, I I knew all the R and B songs. Don't forget my uh, appreciation for Pretty Ricky. Have that going. Yeah, that's weird too. Mm-hmm. Ray Ray J. The one that I didn't do really get behind was B two K. That was really never for me. But you know, definitely, uh, I, I I am a, an appreciator of great music, especially as it relates to the you know. Again, this is back in 05, as we know. You know, the ladies back then. I know I know what you know what the keys were, you know, to unlock. So. You know, don't don't underestimate that, my man. Brad, we're going to keep handling the music around here. Because uh-huh. before we know it, John will have Ray J come <laughs> and a return. Yep. And uh, <laughs> and pretty Ricky, pretty Ricky, 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 Ricky. Oh, and your boy, uh, what's it with, with the nose? Oh, he did the one. Yeah, oh, yeah, my, I can't. Mm. Mario? Oh, Mario doesn't <laughs> have the nose. Your boy, uh, oh, man, it's one word, one name. Je- uh, not Jeremiah. Jamiroquai? No. Who the hell is that? I don't know. That was the one with Lil Wayne. He had the one with Lil Wayne. He had, but he did a bunch of them. He did a bunch of. Them. We we talked about him before. Anyway, Bobby well, Valentino, well, not him. No, you're gonna you're gonna. Although I saw his story, <laughs> got new respect for Bobby. <laughs> Lil Wayne, who did he, he? His parents made him go back to school, graduate from college after he had a musical career already. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have just told him, no, I'm I'm not going back to school, parents, because I'm making my own money. You're not gonna tell me what. She made him do it. I think he went to Clark, finished up, oh, wow. then went back out there. Yeah, I, I, I respected the mess out of that. Well, who is the singer that you're talking about, dog? Oh, well, it's going to bother me. The dude, with the, the dude with the nose. You know, looks. Up. You keep saying the well, nose. Be careful here. He's got a very pointy nose for a brother. Is he a white? Oh, he's a black dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does the hooks. Mm. I can't. I keep. I keep wanting to say Jeremiah, but it's not him. So I don't. I'm not going. We're not going to get there before this break. No. What song is it? Is he on? Uh, Floyd. Is it Floyd? 
Lloyd. 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 Little Lloyd. Little Lloyd. Little Lloyd with the big voice. With the with the nasally voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like little we found out that you had an affinity for Lloyd as well. Yeah, Lloyd had the song with the Shanti, bro. What was the song? So Lloyd and Ray J all in your B2K, Omarion, all in your group of cool. All of that, that the guys that you really looked up to. Lloyd had that song with the shots of uh, Southside. Yeah. This thing right here was. Lloyd had. Lloyd was. That's pretty tough. That's a good one. Meet me on the Southside. It is. You remember that song? Maybe we can rewrite. I'm with this. This is good. Yeah. This one's good. Yeah. I yeah. like Lloyd, but I, I didn't know John had an affinity for him until mm. we started doing this show together. I mean, any 2004, you know what I'm saying, R&B, bro, I was up on. I don't, but, I can't see, explain Ray it. Ray J don't belong with them folks. He, but he was. He was part of the thing. He was part of the deal, he dog. Was so just take, his sister was a real musician. Taking you through 2004, uh, you know, your, your discography here in the, in the R&B world right here on the Jason and John Show. That was a big year. Big year for R&B. One of the last good ones. out of here. Yeah. One of the last good ones. There's your hook. We'll come back with the rundown. Uh, get your updates on Chris Beard, Sally, Mike Leach, all that on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn up NBS fan. I like that one. It's Brad Carson here in studio uh, with our new sponsor. It's the Betley Sportsbook app, B-E-T-L-Y. And uh, they are the sponsor of the 92.9 Report. I do the videos every morning. They've hopped on board. Uh, so we got a new option in $250. You are a new user. You are getting the app, and you are downloading it, and you're getting your $250 risk-free from Betley. You did all the other ones. Now try Betley, B-E-T-L-Y. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Betley Sportsbook. I'm very excited about the partnership. Currently legal in both Tennessee and in Arkansas. So you flip over to Horseshoe, you go over to West Memphis, you're Marion, you're legal there. You go across the bridge here to Memphis, and you're good here. $250 risk-free first wagers. I'm looking at some of the promotions today, uh, and the promotions is what I like the most. Um, they've got the Monday night football promotions on there. They've got tonight's Hawks-Grizzlies game. You can get on the Grizzlies for 7.5, minus 7.5 there. Uh, and then you've also got the Memphis-Utah State game to look forward to in the Bulls. Memphis favored in that one. So promotions galore, $250 risk-free. So many ways to have fun with the new Betley Sportsbook app. If you haven't downloaded it, do it now. B-E-T-L-Y, the Betley Sportsbook and enjoy the parlays to increase your winning. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to, to play and bet. Please bet responsibly. If you want help quitting, call 800-522-4700. The Betley, B-E-T-L-Y, Betley Sportsbook. Throwback R&B hour here on the show. DJ 
What's going to be Brad's uh, R&B name, bro? What are we going to call him? Give him, give him some like cool initials or something with a number. And That's what I'm trying DC to see something. Like, you know, B2K or something. Yeah, what's it? Okay. BC okay. 11 to 2. You know what I'm saying? BC something 112. Yeah. yeah, BC 1. There we go. Now we're getting it. BC 112 on the ones <laughs> and twos over there. This is uh, Pretty Ricky, My Body, Your Body, right? Yeah, I remember that one. Um, so we'll be taking you through the rest of your work day with some of the greatest love jams from the yeah. early 2000s. On your R&D requests. Put them in the BC. What did you say? 112? Yeah, DJ 112 over there, man. That's that, That's pretty good, actually, because that's also an R&B group. Yeah, it's well done. Peaches and Cream. R&B. Many people have compared the rundown to Peaches and Cream. Let's do it. Now, it's the rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Your Memphis Grizzlies going for six in a row. Jason, what song reminds you of the Grizzlies when you watch John Morant play? That's a good one, John. Is it Incredible by Tila? No. Okay. It's Baby I'm a Star by Prince. Ooh. Ooh. Go get, go get that one. Yeah. See, here, here's my issue with the— Ooh, baby, I'm a star. Here's my problem. You know, when, when we talk about the Tigers, you, you know, you want to make sure you highlight Keontae Kennedy's three points. Now, I saw we, you roll your eyes when I said when that. We, when we talk about the Grizzlies, though, it's all nuts and like nobody else cares, man. All right? You did now, not do enough nuts and bolts on that. That's why I added Keontae's scoring. The Grizzlies going for six in a row tonight against the Eastern Conference Atlanta Hawks. Um, John Collins out. DeJounte Murray out. Bogdanovich and uh, and, uh, and DeAndre Hunter both going to be on minutes restrictions. Uh, uh, Bogdanovich went over his last night, so there's a real there's a decent chance you know he may not even play. So this this is you know Trey Young got banged up last night. This is going to be a very very <clears throat> skeletal version of the Atlanta Hawks. And Jason, it is why the Grizzlies enter the evening as eight point it's, favorites. It's gone up. It's gone way way up way way up. Well, six and a half. All signs point to the Memphis Grizzlies getting number six. In a row, which of course would keep them in the hunt, very much in the hunt in the Western Conference for the top spot. As we know, they're a game back right now of the Pelicans, who won again over the weekend. Trying there. to keep pace with them. Yeah, they destroyed. They won uh, seven in a row. The Suns here, and yeah, they're eighteen and eight on the season, twelve and three at home. I mean, they, you and the Pelicans are just damn near identical at this point. They're twelve and three at home. You're eleven and two. They're six and five on the road. You're six and seven. I mean, there's a lot of similarities and parallels between these two teams here. You've won, you know, you've split so far the first two games of the yeah. year. Yeah, which I, I guess, like honestly, if you went through the NBA, most it's you're going to be better home than you are on the road. So it's not totally shocking there. But you know, I mean, look, the the the, the rosters are very similar. There's no doubt about that in terms of talent, in terms of how many different guys they can throw at you. I think they're they, you can go tit for tat there. It was an interesting weekend in the NBA as the Pelicans were in a little bit of, um, I guess, embroiled in some controversy because Zion Williamson did that 360 dunk at the end of the game over the Phoenix Suns. Somebody tweeted us about how we might need to revisit our most uh, our main attractions in the NBA after that dunk, that Zion Williamson should be in that conversation. Well, yeah, come on. Of course. Is there any doubt about that? I don't think we had him in our top three. Yeah. Said so Giannis, Luka, Ja. He's got to be top five. Yeah. If he When healthy, yes. He, he will do things that you have never seen, and that that dunk was 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 dunk contest winning ish caliber. Yeah, no, it, it was impressive. It was, it, it, and that's and 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 savor that because you will never see it in a dunk contest. Yeah, it'll be that and in games that you'll see him and Jaws best dunks. That's what that's what they're going to save him for. They're not going to. You're not going to see him in a dunk contest the, the way that thing is currently, you know, built to not attract the best in the league. Yeah, it's it's funny. You could hear the uh, you could hear the announcer as he was like gearing up for the dunk. Oh yeah, saying, no, 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 don't do this because he knew like what it was, you know, what it was gonna inspire, which is exactly what happened. I don't give, I don't care about Phoenix or any veterans. Mm-hmm. The Lakers trying to teach the Grizzlies last year, uh, uh, you know, the veteran way to do things. Yeah, go stop it. Yeah. That that's always been my take on that. Oh, this whole th- idea that it's classless at the end for didn't Tyreek Evans once go up for a layup late? Like I think he missed it, but he was trying to score at the end of a game that they were losing handily. Like. 
go stop it if, yeah. if that's the case. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't care at all. And I just thought it was silly that guys like Cameron Payne, who I love to death, a Memphian, is at the front of t- trying to teach Zion the the veteran way you handle business in a win. Yeah, they just handled y'all twice. Yeah, go be frustrated about it. That's right. Do you should about be. Do something about it. Yeah, go have a chalk talk with Monty. That's right. I mean. Honestly, that's kind of how I feel about it. Rudy Gobert did the same thing on Friday night. Nobody talked about it because really? it wasn't a it wasn't because it's not a Zion. Don't, it's not an exclamation point like it is with Zion. His was disrespectful. Rudy Gobert's was disrespectful. It really was. Well, he, yeah. Rudy Gobert's was worse. A because it was in Utah, so it was his return to what, Utah. Zion's at home. Yes, that's the other part about it. You give him the fans something. So Rudy, what do you Go, expect? Go Ru- go win. Rudy Gobert. Of- Rudy Gobert. This is how it happened. Because I, I didn't see Rudy's, so I'm taking your word watching. here that that one was disrespectful. <clears throat> so the Timberwolves. Ended up pulling away late against the Jazz, and um, <laughs> and Rudy Gobert is just like, like again, it's like an eight to ten point deficit at this point with three seconds left. Mm-hmm. They inbound the ball. Rudy Gobert is underneath the basket, okay, like alone. He's like totally alone, and they inbound the ball to Rudy Gobert. He takes the ball and just lays it in. All right, like he just jumps up right underneath the rim and just he doesn't even dunk it. He just taps it in, you know. And Malik Beasley went up to that dude immediately and started getting in his face, you know, and telling him how much of a B move that was. That was disrespectful, though. It wasn't even like a show, and it wasn't at home. It was like a F y'all, here's a lay-in. Here's a lay-in dunk. Um, And it didn't get, you know, as heated as the Pelican Suns one did because they got history there. But Rudy's was more disrespectful because you didn't even dunk it, bro. Like, at least dunk it. He just said, I don't even need to try. Here's a little lay-in. Mwah. Have a good night. I see. Yeah. So there will be none of that tonight for the Memphis Grizzlies because it's a class organization. Pelicans gonna break down soon, right? Zion will no get idea. hurt, or I mean, you would expect that, but it hasn't happened yet. I mean, that would help the Grizzlies. Uh, you know, in, in their they're quest, the, they're the two hottest teams in the NBA right now, right? Seven and six game winning streaks. Yeah, um, because the uh, the Warriors beat your Celtics on Saturday night. Mm, that's right, man. It was a busy weekend in the in the, in the NBA. I watched some of. The, I watched a lot of that. I say the Warriors just feel like they can flip it at any point. Clay was good. Yeah, yeah. We were at the. Uh, we were at this. We were at this deal, um, in Cordova, which, by the way, like, I don't know if it's still going on. If you, I would look into it and see if you have like a young one that's like loving the loves Christmas or Santa Claus and all that. It's called Alpine Village. That it's at a, a church. Oh, it's so cool. Like you know, I can imagine being a kid. They have like all this stuff set up. All these different like little. Santa Claus themed shops and stuff. I was out there. We got home, you know, pretty late. I turned that on, and it was like I didn't even recognize the Warriors. Like what I thought they were, you know, and 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 what they were Flipped that switch. night. Like Steph was unbelievable. Um, Clay had like thirty. Yeah. I mean, it was just like an absolute reminder that when they want to do it, they will turn up on you. This Boston team had been playing well too. They weren't catching they like were Boston rolling, struggling. dude. Mm-hmm. How many times has Boston lost? Like five times this year? Yeah, I guess now it's six. Six? I mean, they're they're still awesome, but, you know, Tatum was really bad. Tatum was like he couldn't make anything. Um, He was like, you know. He's missed free throws at the end, too. Yeah, it was very uncharacteristic. Very uncharacteristic for the Boston Celtics. They're a great team, but it was a reminder that, like, don't don't get too comfortable, dog. Do not get too comfortable in the West. Like, you need to keep winning. You need to keep winning because, you know, when start when it starts to get real in the calendar, the Warriors, the war. I, I can't. If I, they're at home, they are the Warriors. They're twelve and two there. The thing is, they're two and eleven on the road. Right, but that will normalize. You would think it will. They're not going to be eighth by the time this thing's done. Yeah, they'll they'll be they'll have home court. Cause, dude, another thing, Dallas. Goodness gracious, they can't figure it out, can they? Well, Luca didn't play against the Bulls, so that that explains that one. But he did play against the Bucks, who historically he owns. And I watched all that game, bro. He had he posterized old Drew Holiday, who I love. Well, that don't matter in the loss. And then Spe- Spencer Dinwiddie, they were, they were having a dunk contest out there, and they still managed to lose the game. Why? Them folks missed six straight free throws. I have never seen that happen in an NBA game. Tim Hardaway. Oh, you were tweeting about that. Tim Hardaway, here's how it happened. Tim Hardaway gets fouled by Giannis. Sixth foul at the three-point line. Giannis fouls out. Oh, wow. They're down one, are the Mavs. Yeah. So you're thinking with two, 233 minutes left, that's a, that's a wrap for them. This dude missed all three. What? This dude missed. Tim Hardaway Jr. is not a bad free throw. He's shooter. 81%. He missed. He's elite. He, he missed, missed all three. He missed all three in a row. He missed all three. Okay. So then 
Um, That's some Nick Anderson type stuff. So then what happens is, uh, you know, they're going back and forth, whatever. Dwight Powell gets an and one, right? Misses the and one. Well, I can see him missing the That's and four, one. okay? Yeah. That's four. Then at the end of the game, 10 seconds left, I believe the Mavs are up one. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith gets fouled. He misses both. I've never, I've never seen so many consecutive missed free throws in an NBA game by one team in my life. Like it was just, it was, and Luca, by the way, Luca is, and we talked about that. That's too. his weakness. It is, and he missed plenty of free throws. They were ten of twenty-four. I know the Grizzlies are not the picture of great free throw shooting, but I honestly yet, believe, especially this year, when a when the game matters, they will make the free throws. That's what I truly not, believe. Not him as Stephen Adams, but anybody. But yeah, else, not him. Hopefully, but hopefully he's not on the line. What's but, your boy shooting from the free throw line this year? Seventy-one. Ja, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, Luca. Well, yeah, yeah, Luca. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I don't. I, a Jaws like seventy eight or something a like career that. Career low. Yeah. No, it's awful. But anyway, um, you know, I, the Mavs I think are very susceptible, and then they got they got beat by the Chicago Bulls by fifty on Saturday night. <clears throat> um, I, I think I think there is a lot of space for the Warriors to to jump up these standings really quickly if and when they decide to. So the point is, games like tonight, you got to win. You got to take advantage of the situation here. The Hawks are punting it. You know, I know it's easy. Yeah, they had to go overtime to beat us last night, the Bulls. Uh, and actually did it on an inbounds play. It was disgusting. Right, right. But they went to overtime back, back to the point. To back, They're sitting, yeah. folks. It's the back-to-back. Yeah. you got you got to take, take advantage. Care of and you've, it's had, tough. you've had some rest since Friday, That's obviously. Right. I mean, it, it, and it's hard because, you know, look, you're playing some 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 duds here. I mean, you're getting the zombie Hawks. You had to play the Pistons again for the third time in four nights or whatever it was. Like, I know it's hard to sort of stay focused in times like this, but – you got to because, you know, if you really want to be a one seed, when you want really want to be the two seed, have a chance to, you know, go to a Western Conference Finals and NBA Finals, you know, got to win games like this. So eight-point line for the Grizzlies tonight. Catch the game right here on 92 FM ESPN. Next story. Uh, spent a great deal of time on it in the first hour, uh, so we won't spend as much time on it here, but a, but a reset of Memphis's 82-73 win over number 11 Auburn on Saturday in Atlanta. John and I both said very convincing. Uh, it was uh, – it was the convincing, how convincing it was, I think, the most impressive thing about the victory. The fact that you take a top, you're going against a top 10 defense, shoot 50% from the floor, 30 of 60. Kendrick Davis, obviously a big part of that. DeAndre Williams, obviously big, a big part of that. Alo with 13 points, a third leading scorer, was a big part of that. And yes, John uh, rolls his eyes, but I'm telling you right now, Keontae Kennedy's nine points because he was four of four. And then Elijah McCadden, very small, six rebounds. Key uh, in a game like that that you out-rebound Auburn, uh, it was really Memphis's experience that was the difference, the 12th most experienced team in the country in that win. We mentioned it's Memphis's first quad one win of the year. They are 1-0 and in quad ones, 2-2 two and two in quad twos. That's where the St. Lo- uh, St. Louis and Seton Hall losses are. 2-0 and quad three, 3-0 and in quad four. Uh, bring that up because tonight, obviously, is a huge quad. Excuse tonight. Tomorrow is a huge quad one opportunity for Memphis down in Alabama, and 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 even more so because I watched that Auburn team and I just wasn't very impressed at all. There's a good chance by the end of the year they're out of the top 25. There's no guarantee they stay where they're currently at. My point: they're 43 in the net. That those neutral court victories, you got to be top 50 for them to be quad one. So there's a possibility you could lose that one, that that one could, could become a quad two, making it even more important, putting even more of an emphasis on your final three quad one opportunities. Again, we're talking about seeding. John thinks he sees a, a, a team that could advance to the Sweet 16, and certainly the way Memphis plays defense, you could make an argument that they can, but you will not do that. Uh, uh, the likelihood is that you won't if you are an eight or nine seed out of uh, 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 as an at-large or whatever else. Uh, in the conference, as an at-large in the in the uh, in the NCAA tournament, be much tougher. You're playing a number one seed there. The second game we saw it last year with Gonzaga. So again, to get out of that slot, we've made this point all season long. You need wins like Saturday. You need wins like tomorrow. Uh, a road win down in Alabama would do a ton for your net. It would do a ton for your resume because that is one you don't have to worry about a quad one victory, uh, one that would slip down possibly to quad two. Alabama's there to stay. They are number. Uh, five yeah. at the net. Well, UCon- so you don't have to worry about the UConn was out. a seven seed when they won the championship in 2014. My stop. So, I mean, that's what you got to be. You got to be a seven or better. Okay, who's who's Shabazz and who's, well, Kendrick Shabazz, who's Boatwright? Halo. Okay, moving on. Auburn. Who uh, else they have on that team? Huh? Who else did UConn have on that There's team? There's a bunch of, there was one more guard, I want to say, that there were almost, a, it, there were three guards that were really good. It wasn't just Boatwright and Shabazz. I think there was uh, one more. 
uh, besides Napier and Boatwright. I'm looking at the roster right now. I don't know. Like, no? was it, w- it not a small forward guy or something? I thought there was a third score. Yeah, like they had like uh, Terrence Samuel. Was it him? Maybe so. Yeah, I don't know. And they went on to win it. That's crazy. They caught fire at the right time. That I was, mean, that's all that, that was. Is a seven seed. How many seven seeds have won the tournament? I don't know. Probably can't not, be many. Not, I don't think so. That's like North Carolina last year, right? I mean, if you <laughs> they weren't doing anything until um, they got to the tournament. Uh, Tigers led by as many as fifteen in that game. Like we said, you shoot fifty percent against the top ten defense. You also hold Auburn under forty. And it was just a continuation of what we've seen from Memphis, which is, frankly, it's hard, hard to believe that they're 19th uh, defensively, that Auburn's better. Yep. Uh, as sticky as Memphis was in that game, uh, turned a bunch of Auburn turnovers into, what we say, 19 points, capitalized there. And again, if we're looking at keys tomorrow, and this is something we'll touch on again tomorrow probably, Alabama, in their one loss this year, turned it over 21 times to UConn. UConn scored 23 points off those turnovers. That is that is some of Memphis's best offense. Yep. When it can turn you over and get easy baskets out of it, hey, if UConn can do it, well, your top 20 defense, that should certainly be the game plan. You're going to need, again, good to great Kendrick Davis. You're not beating Alabama without that. But Memphis put itself in very good position here, undefeated against the SEC. Yes, they are. I, I guess you got to call that Vandy win still an SEC win, even though <laughs> – my Lord, Vandy Barely. Stackhouse lost to Grambling. They should like, be that's relegated. Only, that's only getting worse. The, Vandy's losses are hurting us in the net, yeah, quite, quite frankly, is what it's doing. Uh, Memphis right now, last I looked, was number 38 at the net. John mentioned it earlier, too, number 26 in the AP poll. So Tigers looking good uh, after Saturday. I'm hoping to look good tomorrow down in Tuscaloosa against the Alabama Crimson Tide. DeAndre Daniels was the third scorer on that team. DeAndre Daniels is exactly what I was thinking of. That was the third guy on that team. So, uh, yeah, big opportunity for Memphis. Next story. Uh, this is this is a very sad story, um, but, it, you know, we got to talk about it. Mike Leach has apparently, reportedly, suffered a massive heart attack, according to the Clarion Ledger there in Mississippi. It happened yesterday in Strongville, um, collapsed at his home, did not receive medical attention for between 10 to 15 minutes, uh, delivered multiple shocks to restore his normal heart rhythm, and he's been stabilized, and he was transferred by helicopter uh, to the UMMC in Jackson. Two of his four children are already there. The other two are on the way. Uh, also, according to sources that the Clarion Ledger reports, Leach may have suffered seizures with the possibility of brain damage. Um, and they go on to add that the situation is dire. Mississippi State released a statement today saying that Mississippi State University head football coach Mike Leach remains in critical condition at the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson. Mike's family is with him and appreciates the overwhelming expressions of love and support for the coach, but also requests that their family's privacy be respected at this time. This is the extent of the information that MSU has available regarding Coach Leach's condition. The university will make no other comment at this time, Mississippi State, of course, and it doesn't matter, but it is just part of it. They're getting ready for their bowl game. <clears throat> I believe it's in January, early January. Um, yeah, every tweet, every person around the program has, has sort of been indicating how, uh, you know, dire the situation is. Um, and, you know, I, I hate to, you know, it, it, it's there's really nothing poignant to add to it. It's just Mike Leach is 61 years old. And you don't expect people to go or be in the situation at 61. You know, you expect to have a whole long life, and yeah. you know, um, there, you know, there are no guarantees. There are no, there. You know, it's easy to in the day to day, and as you get swept up in what's going on in your world, that you just assume. You know, I am tomorrow, today. You don't have it. You don't have it. Obviously, praying and hoping that Mike Leach pulls through and and is able to you know, resume a normal life. <clears throat> but the information seems, um, you know, pretty bleak, pretty bleak here. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, a, it's a tragic situation. 61 years old is not old, you know. It is not old at all. I mean, it's, that's Jeff Calkins. That's Jeff Calkins' age. I think he's exactly 61. So. Yep, I could hear it in his voice, uh, that just in terms of you thinking about your own age, and obviously. Yeah. Yeah, still very young. That's, I mean, it's younger than my dad. I mean, my dad is. Uh, my dad was born in in fifty seven. Mm-hmm. So, I think that makes him fifty. No, I, I don't know sixty five. I don't know how old my dad is. I have no clue. But uh, but 
Yeah, like it's just it doesn't feel like you know, it, it doesn't feel like uh, you well, know, mine was born in '50 and he's '72, so yours was born when? So my dad's '65. There you go. There we go. I'll help you out a little bit there. Yeah, bro. my dad is '65, so they, so Mike Leach is younger than my dad. My dad's been through the ringer, so I know what the I know. You know, while he's been, my dad's had heart attacks and all that. Didn't he? Was Brad? You would know a little bit more about this. Uh, follow Mississippi State the way you do. Wasn't there there's something about he had pneumonia during the season too? I'm not not putting the two together. No, he but was uh, recovering. Yeah, that was from public, it. very and public. A, and wasn't a reporter it? asked him about it because right. he's been coughing and it led to pneumonia. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I don't know if this is related or not. This is. Um, yeah, this all came down last night, and then the message boards sort of fueled it behind the scenes because you get the the offhanded message board stuff. And this is clearly a private matter because it's like, um, according to what I've read on those message boards, you know, calling in family from all over the country and, oh, yeah. and getting in there. And Man, uh, I mean, it, I mean, it's it's obviously serious when you got to fly the guy from your local hospital yeah, well, to a well, Jackson yeah. Medical Center. I mean, that's you're talking about brain damage here. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 you know, this is not just your. I mean, this is ugh. wow. And the the other, I guess, sports part of this is that uh, the assistant coach, uh, Zach Arnett, is their uh, defensive coordinator. Pretty talented. He's only 36. He's going to be the coach for the bowl prep. And that probably, I, presumably, I think, it would I think it's a lot to ask those kids to play in that game. Man. I do too. And I would I, not I do, do it. Too, man. I, I would I, not do it. That's a, I don't know how you play in that thing. I would, uh, I would, I would, I would pull out of the bowl game. I know, like, <sighs> you're going to hear the whole, whoa, this is what Coach Leach would want, but. You know, I I just don't think it's really appropriate. With, I think you have to. I'm with you. Yeah. I don't, uh, it, it's I don't, it's a fifty fifty because then you continue? kill some of those kids. Probably are living for that game though. Um, so you have that component. Mm. I mean, it's a tough. Yeah, but if your coach, dies, I mean, I could see I both mean, ways. It's a tough deal. I mean, it's not like he's you know, it's not like it's not like a Hugh Freeze thing where he's going to be you know, coach from the hospital. My guess is they will play I mean. the game though, I, and I presumably you. This has no due res- disrespect to Leach. You said it, and I know it's very trite to say the coach would have wanted that. Uh, it's it's a tough one, man. What if we were talking about a college football playoff game? Yeah, this is the ReliaQuest, you know, next tail chirp bowl. I guess that's the only thing I would. I don't know. How much does this game matter? Would be my question. I don't know. You ask the folks who book I, I a hear hotel you on the Memphis. players and and wanting to play and the fans and all that, but I, but just in mm-hmm. terms of the. The grand scheme of things, this isn't a college football playoff. It isn't, you know, yeah. a New Year's Day. I hear you, but nobody cares about the Egg Bowl outside of Mississippi, you know. Um, and they all live by that one game. Especially you know? as, as just as tragic and as right. just out of nowhere as this is It's happened. very tragic. This is very sad to me. Um, forget what you're, you know, you think of Mike Leach. I mean, the guy is a legend. I mean, he is a coaching legend. If you look at the fraternity of coaches that are reaching out on Twitter and social media today, I mean, it's like his whole tree is, and then the SEC coaches are all reaching out. You know? <clears throat> well, I mean, yeah, because it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's just you don't, you don't think about something it's like this stunning. happening. Yeah, Lincoln Riley tweeted about it. Beamer's out there publicly already. I mean, it's, it looks pretty dire. Like I, I, I hate that it takes, you know, I, I, and it does, but I, I hate that it takes like, like somebody else befalling some, you know, sad fate to, to, you know, remind ourselves. You know how fragile and how precious it all is. Mm-hmm. You know, it all, that's always when it happens. Like when you see something else happen to somebody, like man, it's just a reminder of you know how uh, how how you take things for granted. But that's just the human nature of it. You can throw the wall story in there too. You might have had that in your rundown, but I think that's it's a weekend for tragedy. You know, because you look at that reporter from the soccer. You know, from the U.S. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like now that now we so got we got to see what's going on. There's there. some foul play. It, it feels like, but I it's I, they haven't reported that. I'm sure they're going to do an autopsy and they'll get oh to, yeah, they'll no, figure I mean, that they, all out. You know that that one it feels like I, it. I'm going to wait to weigh in. Just you know what the what the t- real take there is. You yeah. know, when this we this is Grant Wall, the soccer writer that's that right. passed yes. away. Who yeah, by all accounts, by all accounts, is like you know his bro- his brother put a video out and said he believes that foul play is involved. Yeah. Of course, Grant Wall wore the 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 rainbow soccer ball shirt to the stadium. You know, so Eesh. he's very outspoken about his his advocacy, which is not something that's going to be received well in Qatar. I need mm. to I need to I need to see you know what comes out of that one before I start saying anything really. No, I don't, I don't want to speculate either. There's been yeah. no report on that. He he died and and it was sudden. You know, yeah, in the, sudden, in, in, the in the press box. box. Yeah, collapsing the press you know? box. So. Yeah, this is a uh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one, and I and I feel for uh, Mississippi. I mean, this is a pretty unprecedented situation. You know, I mean, a coach. You know, obviously, 
you've had coaches who have had health issues, you know, but this this appears to be beyond the pale of of, of health issues. This is a life and death situation. I I put this out there too. One of the easiest coaches to get on this radio show, right there, Uh, Mm -hmm. for sure. You know, and uh, and I wasn't the only one who was putting that out there. I saw I was reading about his access and his beat writers. They were all glowing about the guy. Yeah, and look, I'm I'm gonna obviously wait because you know, hey. Maybe maybe the miracle, miracle that Mike happen. Leach needs yeah. comes. Yeah, this you know, is, I, we haven't heard anything yet. So I, I will I will wait to sort of uh, you know give give that. But uh, in the meantime, you know, just a just a very very difficult situation in uh, in Starkville as Mike Leach is, is is clearly fighting for his life. Next story, and then this one, Chris Beard, the Texas basketball coach, arrested this morning on a felony domestic violence charge. Uh, went through the booking process at Travis County Jail, uh, in custody. I suppose there's there's he's been uh, there's a chance he's been released at this point. This was written a little a few hours earlier. Uh, was arrested by police in Austin, Texas, and has been booked on a third degree charge of assault of a family household slash household member, impede breath circulation or strangulation. So a, a charge I've never heard before, uh, quite frankly. But it tells you. Uh, the you know impeding breath circulation. It's written impede breath circulation, which doesn't even sound right the way it's written. But strangulation, put his put his hands around someone's neck, uh, sounds like I don't think I think that one's pretty easy to envision. Uh, Austin police told ESPN they received a disturbance hotshot call and officers were dispatched uh, to the scene. Uh, the website defines a hotshot call as incidents which are in progress are are an immediate threat to life and or public safety. These calls are dispatched immediately. The school said they're aware of the situation. I believe his attorney, uh, John, has has come out and said he's 100% innocent, and the person that he apparently tried to choke or put his hands around his neck has said they they want him completely absolved uh, at this point. So still, though, I guess authorities have to decide whether or not uh, charges will be pressed in this situation. And again, Chris Beard, it just leaves you... It's the second year with the Longhorns. Um, you know, we talked about it earlier. One of the elites of the elite, John and I. If you could have, you know, any coach in America, Chris Beard would be on your short list. Just oh, in yeah. terms of no how, question. how quickly he's gone up the ranks. Yeah. we mentioned him too. Well, I, have to. I, I, I have to put him on my list because if I don't, I mean, I don't want to make him mad. You don't want to make him angry. He, he might yeah. choke me. Yeah, he might hurt you. Um, so I got, I got to keep him on my short list, bro. I'm, I'm I'm physically threatened if I don't. We'll see what kind of details come out of this. The way that that it's been described in terms of a family member and household member makes you think it's well, okay, you know, not someone typically close to you. So maybe it's I I don't know. Uh, again, I don't want to speculate on who that person could be, uh, but I, I don't know. I suppose there are still details to emerge from this Correct, that yes. could determine whether or not Texas would have to make a move on Chris Beard. Now, obviously with. Greg Marshall, Wichita State. We were talking about, you know, physically hitting a player, you know, one of your own. So a little bit different, yeah. Obviously, but we're talking about, you know, phys- physicality, uh, uh, coaches, that kind of thing. So again, uh, many details still left to to come out of this one. We'll we'll I guess it'll unfold as those come out. But uh, keep an eye on 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 the Texas basketball situation. You know. A basketball program he had operating on a pretty high level, despite the recent loss to Illinois. Still one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, uh, for the time being, going to be without their coach, I would imagine. Yeah, until all of this is at least sorted out. Well, that's out. I mean that, that's you know that's one of the maybe it's more than the time being. We'll see. You know that's one of those uh, ways that Texas wants to play. They want to just asphyxiate you. you okay, know, they you're going to keep you're going to keep playing. Choke with you it. Out I don't again because we don't know the details. Don't we have to be a little careful here? Well, they just I, like that's the thing is like. When you play Texas, what was the term they used? What was the scientific term they used? Impede breath. They want to impede the breath yeah, impede of their opponent. Breath strangulations. You know, when, weird, when, weirdly when, written. When Chris Beard gets his team ready to play, when he was when they were getting ready to play Illinois, they said, "We want to impede their breath." That's what we want to do. Mm. No, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what comes out of it. <clears throat> but I, I will say this: If Texas can keep him, they will keep him. Yep. I mean, if there's a way. Right, to keep because, him right. No, that is the other part of this conversation because Maybe. he's good at what he does. Yeah, like there, there are certain non-negotiables. If it's a child, if it's a woman, um, you know, four eighteen in the morning. Like, what are you doing, bro? And what like, do you consider child? I mean, any, any, like any child. Seventeen-year-old. Legally, yeah. I mean, it is. Although that's that's in the gray area, though. That's in the gray area. 
I mean, that is an, that's a minor. It is a minor, but I think you could you can <laughs> maybe. Many of 17-year-olds have been threatened so, by, there's some by big, their fathers. Hey, what are they feeding these kids these days? That's uh, a big 17-year-old. Uh, no, there's some. There's some you ain't never, you know, Scott LeBizier was 7'1 and 17. You, imagine you know, you just don't know. You don't know. I right. mean, there have been times I wanted to wring Chris's neck. I know I cannot you do that. Can't I, do that. Would, I would be charged. You did a crime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I, I've joked with Jake. I'm like, you know, my father would have been charged with uh, child abuse. That's literally. Right. That's right. Well, it's no joke. Your dad put his. 100% he would have been child uh, abuser. No, and there's not even close. It's not close. What was like worst beating he gave you? Oh, we got, he got into got me on the floor one time and wiped me out. I mean, we were we were in fisticuffs, man. I was in, I was a teenager. I told my parents they put my hands on me. I'm whoop your ass, bro. I, I'm just gonna put it out there. I, I, I have no reservations. It sounds about like it. you fought your dad. You oh said yeah, fisticuffs. We, we we would kind of get into it when I was in high school, and I probably deserved it honestly. Um, but you can't do that. Let me be clear. Yeah. I will whoop my dad's ass right here, right now. My old man was a tough. I'm gonna need no y'all to stop fighting your that, father. No, that is what I'm was, gonna need. My father was tough. You ain't never, you ain't never, heard, w- you ain't never heard like the memes about how the way uh, white kids talk to their mom and dad, dude. You ain't dude, never oh, seen those memes, bro. dude. I see it every weekend up, in the grocery mom! store. You ain't never oh, seen man. that. What are Disrespe- we talking about? The level of disrespect sometimes makes white you white children kids. are incredibly disrespectful. It's just true. Like by and large, I mean, I don't want to paint with a broad brush, but look. That's why you see those like memes about when the black friend comes over to the white friend's house and the mom is like, "Honey, your pizza." Shut up, mom! I'm busy. <laughs> you know, and the black and the black friend's like, "Oh my god, like, right. I gotta get out of here." You know, like that, that's the art imitating life. Now, I, I was not like that. I was not it's one because, of those. Because but. if if a, if a black kid tells his mom, you know. Whatever. Oh, yeah. You know, oh. He's going to get slapped through the cereal for in sure. the grocery store. There's the no whole doubt. aisle going to get cleared There's no out. Doubt. Yeah. So he knows better. Yes, for sure. Whereas that white kid's testing y'all. Oh, white kid's at, at all times. Mom we usually go. calls in, Dad. That's how my family worked. It was mom would say, just wait till the old man gets home and yes. your ass is grass. Like, I already know. I can already tell. My kid is absolutely about to test me. Like, she's going to try to, like, talk crazy to me. I can already tell. You know, and what am I going to do? What am, how am I going to respond? I don't have the answer to that yet. I don't know. Because you don't have a disciplinarian bone in your body. Because what? You're going to have to let Sam handle it. No doubt. And so that's just very disrespectful. It's going to allow your daughter to be very disrespectful dad and get away with it. Well, I think. Because po- she knows nothing's the, coming from you. Uh, the, the real issue is going to be when Riley asks me for something. And I say yes to everything. Yeah, dads do that because she y'all are wrapped around their fingers, like, daughter's like, fingers. Like last night, Sam was at like a uh, she went she went out and it was just me and Riley, and R- Riley found her Christmas present. Now it's for Christmas, right? But I let her play with it because I don't care, you know. I, and so Sam comes home and says, "What are you doing? This is a Christmas present." I'm like, "I don't care. What what's the difference? You know, what's the difference? That's going to be me in 13 years." You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to let Riley pretty much get away with everything, and I'm just going to, you yeah. know, Sam's going to be the bad guy. Sam's going to have to play the bad guy role because I don't want to do that. I, I can't live with that. I can't live. Now, you're supposed to be strong. But look, bro, I mean, it's hard it, for me to the, do that. In the words of the great Dan Dockage, sack up, fool. Right? It's, it's easier said than done. Right. You know, having that daughter is different than having a, Like, if it was like I'm a, just saying you can't be a pushover. Yeah, again. What's that book Ren sent you? Strong Daughter. father, strong daughters. Okay, it, it ain't sound like you're setting up to be very strong here, bro. He's strong, you sound like John. You're setting up to be a pushover. We need you to get through that book. Yeah. You said you stopped reading after a couple chapters. It was very tough to read. It was a very tough. It was a. It was not an easy book to digest, Jason. They talk about daughters getting on the pole and how the dad, if he had been around, something she like might that. Not have yeah, got that on the I pole. remember. Yeah, it's like it's like you gotta. Yeah, if See? you don't, if you're not a strong dad, your daughter's gonna be a whore. Like that's kind of like what the that's what the book was in in essence, you know. I mean, pole, bro. I mean, it's just true. That's what the, I mean. The, that's, what I the, mean that's what the book said. That's what the I book mean, said. It was like you know we what? We need you around. I don't. Dad. I'm not in a mental space. Better chances. I'm not in a mental space where I can read this at the moment. You know what I mean? Nor am I there yet now. So look, I I, I think I'm like the Grizzlies. When it matters, I'll make the free throws and I'll get the job done. But you know, it's 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 up in the air. When the AD at West Virginia, right? <laughs> that's right. Tells you. That's right. You need to be strong father for sure. your daughter. That's right. You better listen. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, anyway, it's all it's all uh, it's all part of the uh, the lesson here. You know, the daily lesson that we're all going yeah. through here. Let's on the see show. what happens with Chris Beer. Yeah. Let's see what uh, I, I am. I'm, I'm very interested. impede breath. Can't be out here impeding folks' breath. And that's that's a, that's what they tell you. Like you you know one of the things you just don't do in in the world is impede, impede breath. breath. That's just a Ten Commandment. Thou shalt not impede breath. No. All right? 
He broke the Ten Command, one of the Ten Commandments. Yes. So he needs to do some time. He needs to do some time. What do you think they're in there? What do you think they're in there talking about, man? Like they either in there like breaking down the loss of the Illini in the cell, bro. <laughs> I mean, why did he lose it? <laughs> I mean, they got to know who he is, right? He's in Austin jail. Like, oh my God, this is Chris Beard. What is Chris Beard doing in here? You know, like that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. That's wild as hell. That dude, he turns colors too, like Bruce Pearl, like where he. Oh gets, yeah, he's a maniac. He's on the sideline, so I'm imagining. Yes, that's yeah. the demeanor. Yeah. Yep. So I, it does not surprise. I just want to know what was going on at 418, man. I want to know what was going on. That was Nothing good on a Sunday. On a Sunday morning. On a yeah. Monday morning. Monday like, morning. Right. Weird, man. Weird. Got maybe. I'm speculating. Drinking usually involved with those times, right? Would guess at the very least drinking. You know, at the very, very least. But, again, we'll find those details out, uh, you know, in the coming days, I assume. Hey, you're looking around, you're driving around, Christmas is coming, you're thinking of maybe you have a niece, a nephew, uh, maybe you have a son or a daughter of a friend, your own. A membership to Shoot360 is a guarantee to be a hit, especially if there's a basketball lover involved. I can only imagine how much fun I'd have if I was 8, 9, 10 years old at Shoot360, dribbling drills, passing drills, shooting drills. You're going to get better. You're going to watch it happen. It's going to be awesome. Really uh, a, a, a great experience for you and for them. Technology that's used by Steph, Clay, etc. You saw that on display this weekend. Same technologies here in Memphis out at Shoot360. And I'm here to tell you as a parent, they make it super affordable. I'll tell you about the best deal. You get it for $130 a month, basically on a one-year commitment. You're going to get unlimited access. Your kid's going to be out there all week long, however long they want on that unlimited access. And again, that's $130 a month, same what I used to pay for CJ's two martial arts classes per week. That's eight classes a month, roughly eight hours a month. Again, eight. This is unlimited access on that 130 month. So that's the best deal. But they've got membership options all up and down the budget, all up and down to fit whatever budget. It's a fantastic deal. You need to get over there. You'll be blown away like we were. It's the future of basketball training right here in Memphis. The future is now at Shoe 360. Go see them out at 85 Market Center Drive in Collierville. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis, where the legacy of sports is flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the free Odyssey app and smart speakers. Say play 92.9 ESPN, powered by DuckDuckGo. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 